your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellison. You're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. In today's episode, we will be recapping the game against Vancouver from Sunday night, as well as previewing tonight's game against the Minnesota Wild and going through all the roster moves that the Carolina Hurricanes have made over the past couple days. So diving into the Vancouver game, we'll obviously go through this pretty quickly since it was a couple days ago and there wasn't an episode yesterday, so this is going to be quick. In the Vancouver game, this was a game that the Carolina Hurricanes were really suffering from not having Sebastian Ajo. Heading into this game, he was just listed as being out due to illness obviously more came about came out about that later which we will discuss later but the team really suffered from not having Sebastian Ajo he had 12 points in five games heading into this game against Vancouver he pretty much single-handedly won us the games in Calgary and Edmonton with just how good he was and which ended up netting him the NHL's second star of the week from just how good he had been. So not having him really hurt the team, and that was something you could really see, especially through the first 40 minutes, two periods, because the Hurricanes had a good third period. Not great, but it was definitely better than the first two, and Honestly, at the end of the day with this game, you could really just tell just how much of a load the that Sebastian Ajo was carrying for the Hurricanes here. He was carrying the offense, and in this game, the offense just wasn't really able to get enough pucks at the net. They obviously scored you know, come third period, and, you know, again, the third period is where the Hurricanes looked their best, but, you know, that just couldn't make up for the lackluster first 40 minutes, and this was something that had happened earlier in the season in other games as well, where the Hurricanes didn't play their best hockey in the first 40 minutes, and then they have to really try to bounce back and dig themselves out of a hole in the last period. And this was a game where I will say Auntie Ronta, he was the biggest bright spot in this game. He had 24 saves on 26 shots, and some of those saves, they were absolute highlight reel saves as well. So he did everything he could to give the team an opportunity to win this game. I will say one good thing, or one other good thing about this game was that the Hurricanes are continuing to take less penalties. That was a really big issue earlier in the season. 
They only took one in this game. Same with Vancouver. They only took one. Neither team was able to capitalize on their power play opportunity. So we could obviously argue how, or not not even argue, just continue to say how the Carolina Hurricanes power play really needs to step it up, especially in games where they're losing by one goal. So you can definitely have that conversation as well, but that's just been a conversation we've had so much this season already of the power play not stepping up when it needs to that it's just began it's begun to sound like a broken record at this point and there's really not much more that can really even be said it's just come on this power play is just stagnant and not getting the job done but I will also say with Vancouver they have really been re-energized with their coaching change and they've now gone 4 and 0 under their new head coach so that off definitely bears mentioning as well you know we can talk about how you know the hurricanes are missing so much in this game and which is very very true but the canucks are, have really been re-energized with their coaching change and are looking like a much better team and you do have to tip your hat to them for turning their ship around and on the two goals that Canucks scored in this game it was that the Hurricanes really just failed to get their puck get the puck out of their own zone and Vancouver capitalized on that opportunity that the Hurricanes presented them with so That's something that the Carolina Hurricanes do need to get better at. I do think that is going to improve because this is one of those games where you just have to sit back and realize just how much the Hurricanes are missing on their roster right now and how bad the injury and sickness bug has bitten them. And you can't go 82-0 in the NHL. Obviously, that's... That ship has set sail long ago with the Hurricanes, but you guys get the point there that you're not going to win every single game, and you're going to have games where you can look at, well, we're missing pretty much the guy that's driving our entire offense right now, and that can really be uh, counted down to really missing Sebastian Ajo because I feel like if we had him, as much as hot as he had been if we had him in this game i do think we'd be having a different conversation that the hurricanes would have extended their win streak to five games his points would be at whatever it would be in six games we wouldn't went have went 11 and 7 on the lineup because historically that has not worked well for us it did end up working i believe in the Edmonton game I believe it was or it was either Edmonton or Calgary that we ended up going 11 and 7 and it went well and that doesn't happen too often with the Hurricanes because so often it doesn't work well for us and now you know you look at that lineup there with him getting pulled out you had Jordan Stahl end up sliding in on that first line with Nino Niederreiter and Trevo Teravainen and while Jordan Stahl definitely still has something to offer for the Hurricanes, and he's still a very good player, he's not a first-line player anymore like he once was when he was a lot younger. 
So I definitely feel he was a bit of a fish out of water in that regard. I don't think he should have been up there. I think that should have been more of like Vincent Trocek maybe up there on centering that top line. But that's just me. Rod Brennamore gets paid the big bucks to make those kind of decisions. He knows a lot, lot more about the sport than I do. But this game is done. We can't change it now. It is what it is. So we just have to look ahead to Minnesota as well as take a look at what's going on with the state of the Carolina Hurricanes because more details have came out about Sebastian Ajo and him being sick. So we're going to dive into all of those roster moves right after this quick break. The holidays are right around the corner, and finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. And when you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha steak burgers free with your order. You guys know me, you love, you know I love burgers, so that just sounds absolutely amazing to me. And Omaha Steaks have heard all the reports about the shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword NHL. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up to date with your favorite players and teams. The power of three unlimited lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all of the insights. And with the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverages not available everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Now, looking at the Carolina Hurricanes roster and the moves that they've had to make, we mentioned that Sebastian Ajo was out with a sickness in this game against Vancouver. Well, turns out that he, along with Seth Jarvis, have been placed on the COVID-19 protocol list. This is a very, very big blow to the Carolina Hurricanes. Sebastian Ajo, who, as I mentioned earlier, was named the NHL's second star of the week as he had 12 points in five games. He was absolutely on fire, and now that is kind of going to be stagnated. We'll see if he can end up picking up where he left off whenever he does 
come back into the lineup, but this is going to be a very big blow for the Carolina Hurricanes because, again, he was carrying the offense, and now you're going to have to have other guys step it up, and that has been an issue at time for the Hurricanes of guys just letting certain people do all of the work and now we're really going to have to have that next man up mentality and that mentality that we had at the very beginning of the season where it was literally everyone on the ice pitching in from the star guys on the top line to your fourth line grinders and your defensemen you're going to have to have everyone pitching in on this while Sebastian Ajo is out because of how big of an impact he brings to the Carolina Hurricanes game and you also have Seth Jarvis who is now out as well while he has definitely quieted off some he's not grabbing the headlines like he was whenever he first made his debut on the team he's still been very very good for the Hurricanes and that's going to be another guy that we're just missing. And you're not going to have him out there because he has really shown that he has a really great shot and some playmaking ability as well. And that is just, again, going to be something that we're going to be lacking for a little bit now. Hopefully, like I said, we'll have guys step it up. And before we know it, Ajo and Jarvis will be back and we'll just be able to get back to how we're going. But that's obviously not going to be an easy task. One, we don't know how long they're even going to be out. You know, Maybe it'll be as long as Pesci and D'Angelo, who will likely be slotting back in tonight against Minnesota. But now you just don't know how long it'll be. It could be... 10 days could be 15 days like we just don't know there so the Carolina Hurricanes are really going to have to step it up and do all they can so we don't continue to slide we don't get into another slump like we were which this is going to be tough I would just say yeah today's the 14th we're playing in Minnesota our next games are Detroit on the 16th LA on the 18th Nashville on the 19th, Boston on the 21st, Ottawa on the 23rd. You know, hopefully, hopefully we'll have Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis back in time for Ottawa, if not right after, because then on the 27th, we got Florida, and Florida is is the top team in the NHL right now, I believe. I don't believe they've given that spot up to anyone. So we're going to need those guys to really just, again, just step it up. And because we're going to need those guys back in the lineup come Florida time. So in the meantime, the Carolina Hurricanes have obviously made some roster moves ahead of tonight's game. We had Max Lajoie get reassigned to the Chicago Wolves. That is not really a move I agree with. 
I do feel that Brendan Smith should have been the one to get sent back to Chicago. Max Lajoie, he was really just driving the offense some. Obviously, he's a defenseman, but he was really creating some plays out there and creating some good chances for the team. As you look back to that Ottawa game, while we did lose that game, Max had some really good moments in that game of just driving to Ottawa's net and trying to get a create a play for the Hurricanes. And you can look at the other games as well of him doing just that. So I feel Brendan Smith should have been the one to go. I feel he is not the fit that Lejoie is while Brendan Smith is good I feel he is lacking some of that dynamic ability that like Lejoie has that the Hurricanes need especially right now so we'll just see how that goes for the Hurricanes moving forward and then today one thing that ended up happening was the Carolina Hurricanes end up recalling forward Andrew Pertalski from the Chicago Wolves and this is a move like they're definitely planning for Aho and Jarvis be out a while which they obviously are so they're gonna have to make some moves and call some guys up and Andrew leads the AHL with 34 points in 23 games so far this season with the Wolves so I ended up when I saw this earlier today, I messaged Sarah Avampado, someone you guys know very well from her work with Kane's Country on the Wolves, as well as Locked on Kings and Locked on NHL, how this move is. Is this a good move? And she says it is a very good move and that he's been on fire there in Chicago. And she knows that he has played and in the NHL before so he can at least step in she doesn't think he's ever had the NHL scoring that he has in the a- in the AHL but that's just something that just have to give it a little bit of time you look back to obviously it's a different position but Alex Ndelkovic whenever he first got his call up to the NHL he looked a little bit shaky at times he wasn't fully adapted to the NHL style and level of competition as compared to the AHL. But then, given a little bit of time, he ended up being called a finalist and had status better than the guys that were Vezina Trophy finalists. And again, someone I think the Carolina Hurricanes should have kept. But you guys know that. So I think we just need to give him a little bit of time. And you look at LeJoie and Chatfield as well. They've had a little bit of time, and they're continuing to be bright spots for the Hurricanes. And we'll see if he ends up playing tonight. I don't believe the projected lineup has dropped right now as of this time of recording. But we still need to preview tonight's game against the Minnesota Wild. And we'll be doing that right after this quick break. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than just fitting in, and that those who feel good do good. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, 
underwear, and active apparel, with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic along with some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression, because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. And go see for yourself and register for an account at stance.com and you'll get 15% off your first purchase. All you have to do is use promo code locked on at checkout to get that 15% off and enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. Looking ahead to tonight's game against the Minnesota Wild, this is definitely a game where I feel we are going to be feeling the loss of Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis. And this is also going to be an interesting game because the Carolina Hurricanes are not going to be out on Bally Sports. We do not have to deal with the Bally Sports app tonight. It'll be on ESPN Plus and Hulu. So I believe this is the Hurricanes' first matchup of the season on ESPN Plus and Hulu exclusively. Obviously, if you're out of market, you can watch on those particular apps. But for the NHL's new TV deal with ESPN, I believe this is the Hurricanes' first exclusive ESPN Plus game. So this will be an interesting game. The you're against two of the NHL heavyweights in this game. The Hurricanes have bounced back a little bit. They're now at 19-7 and 1, 39 points in second in the Metro. The Wild is also 19-8 and 1 with 39 points and first in the Central Division. And you look in just in league standings, they're very close. The Hurricanes are at 4th, the Wild are in 6th. So this is going to be a what I imagine may be a bit of a all things considered an evenly matched game. Obviously, paper is one thing, but the Hurricanes are missing key players right now. And I feel that the Carolina Hurricanes are also going to be feeling the effects of being on the road in this game. You look back to the end of the first long road trip for the Hurricanes where they ended up falling in San Jose and Seattle. Obviously, they won that final game in Philly, but that was in the midst of that skid that the Hurricanes were on. I honestly think that Philly game was just a bit of a fluke. So, And this is also the Hurricanes' 12th road road game in 28 days. So they've been on the road a lot, and I feel that is just going to be one of those things that the Hurricanes are going to be feeling. And I do feel that Perolsky, or Pertolsky, excuse me, we are not watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I do feel he is going to be an interesting watch tonight because this is going to be his first game in the NHL for a long time. The last time he was with in the NHL was in the 2016-2017 season. So it has been a long time for him since he has gotten an opportunity in the NHL, and he only played two games there. So I do feel that he may not look amazing 
uh, I know that kind of sounds a little mean, but yeah, he was named the AHL's first star or player of the week. And I don't feel that we're going to see a player of the week type player. I feel he will have maybe a bit of a muted role on the initial game plan for tonight. Obviously, if things change and he just gets on fire, then yeah, we'll we'll see him a bit more. But yeah, you know, I do feel that the Hurricanes are going to be having their backs up against the wall in this game because of how many guys they are down right now. I feel that the defense is really going to have to be absolutely top top of the line. And we are going to have to have stellar goaltending from whoever is in net tonight for the Hurricanes because heading into this game, the Wild have the second most goals scored in the league with 106. And while on the flip side of that, the Carolina Hurricanes do have the fewest goals allowed with only 58. So we're going to have to have our goaltenders really just continue that stellar play. And we're going to have to have our offense be one where everyone is stepping up and pitching in because we're lacking our number one guy. One guy that I do feel really, 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 I cannot emphasize that enough, needs to step it up in this game is Andre Svechnikov. He has not necessarily been bad. He hasn't been. He's been good in other aspects of the game, but you can tell he is just lacking that scoring touch. He isn't getting that big goal that he needs. He isn't getting that lucky bounce. And luck is obviously one thing, but we need him to really step up his offense tonight. We need that fetch that we always see in the highlight reels and the goals that everyone ends up talking about for weeks after we need that from him he needs to be able to get that big goal that he is so desperately searching for right now that is what we really need tonight if he can do that i feel that'll really spark himself as well as the entire team around him and obviously we need guys you know like vincent trochak who has really been seemingly getting himself back in back in a good groove we need that to continue from him martin natchez who ended up being the lone scorer against vancouver we need all of these guys to really just do their part and take that next step to help mask the lack of sebastian ajo and seth jarvis and as of right now there's no word on whether tony d'angelo and brett pesci will be playing tonight i do believe that they are there in minnesota but that is something we just don't know yet if we're going to see those guys because you know they may have been doing like some skating and whatnot here in raleigh they haven't been able to practice with the team and practice with rod and all of that so they may not be ready yet because you you saw that with ethan bear whenever he came back from protocol 
you know, he ended up sitting, I think, one or two games, and it was just a lot of practice of getting himself back into game shape and game ready. So maybe we'll end up seeing that with Pesci and D'Angelo tonight, but that's just something we'll have to wait and see there with those guys because they have been able to skate and whatnot here in Raleigh. They're just not with the team. So we'll see how that goes tonight. That'll obviously be something we end up talking about tomorrow more in depth as we recap tonight's game against Minnesota. But in the meantime, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And now that you've made Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day, go make Locked on Bets your second listen, your daily one-stop shop for all of your sports gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on whatever platform you're listening to this show on. And speaking of this show, make sure you go rate this show five stars on whatever platform you are using. And follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. And myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you in tomorrow's episode.